Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Trafalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. The World Health Organization plans to launch a COVID-19 symptom checking app later this month targeted at under-resourced countries. The app will offer guidance about symptoms and be customized with testing information based on the user's location. According to WHO CIO Bernardo Mariano, the app will be published globally, but governments will have access to the code to customize for their own nationalized apps. Eventually, Mariano wants the app to include a self-help guide for mental health care as well. The WHO is also looking into proximity tracing in the app, but said legal and privacy considerations have prevented the organization from committing to the feature. Twitter announced it will add a label to mark tweets with misleading information on COVID-19. The label will link to Twitter's curated page or external trusted sources to provide information about the misleading claims. Tweets will be ranked on a propensity of harm scale, with disputed claims or misleading information deemed moderate receiving the label, while those judged severe will receive either a warning or removal of the tweet. Spotify rolled out a beta of group sessions, which lets premium users share music controls with those nearby. A host generates a scannable Spotify code in the app, which provides guests with playback controls and the ability to edit and add songs to a queue. There's no listed limit on the number of users in a group session, and a session ends after an hour of inactivity. Dell announced new XPS 15 and XPS 17 laptops. Both models now have 16x10 displays and USB-C ports. The XPS 15 has the new 10th generation Intel processors and models with GeForce GTX 1650 Ti Max-Q graphics cards, along with a 15.6-inch display with up to a 3840x2400 resolution. It has two Thunderbolt ports and one USB-C 3.1 port, plus a full-size SD card reader. The laptop is already shipping, starting at $1,300. As for the 17, Dell claims the XPS 17 and its 17-inch screen is smaller than half of all 15-inch laptops because of its thin bezels. It also comes with either an NVIDIA GTX 1650 Ti Max-Q or RTX 2060 graphics cards. It has four Thunderbolt ports, a full-size SD card reader, as well as a vapor chamber for chip cooling. The XPS 17 will be available this summer, starting at $1,500. Epic announced its Unreal Engine 5 with a demo running on the PlayStation 5, showing off its level of detail and photorealistic lighting. Unreal Engine's full launch will happen in late 2021, with support for current and next-generation consoles, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. Epic also announced it will now let developers keep all royalties on the first $1 million in sales generated by games made with Unreal Engine before taking its 5%. The change is retroactive to January 1st. Epic also released its free Epic Online Services platform SDK, which lets developers add multi-platform management. Sony announced the IMX500 image sensor, which features onboard processing power and memory to perform machine learning-powered computer vision tasks on the sensor without additional hardware. Sony is currently targeting the sensor at retailers and industrial clients. Sony says the chip can apply the MobileNet version 1 image recognition algorithm to a single video frame in 3.1 milliseconds, compared to separate chips like Intel's own Movidius, which takes hundreds of milliseconds for the same task. The IMX500 is already shipping to clients, and Sony expects the product using the sensor to arrive in the first quarter of 2021. Instagram announced in a blog post it's rolling out new features designed to fight online bullying in conjunction with Facebook's release of its May Community Standards Enforcement Report. Users can now delete comments in bulk to reduce negative interactions and control who can mention or tag them with a choice of everyone, only people you follow, and no one. 
Instagram will also start testing pinned comments to help users set the tone for their account and engage with the community by pinning comments to the top of threads. The U.S. Department of Commerce announced it was extending the temporary general license to let some transactions with Huawei continue for another 90 days. But the department also amended its export rules to require foreign companies that use U.S. chip-making equipment to obtain a U.S. license before supplying certain chips to Huawei or its subsidiary, HySilicon. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said the amendment was made to close a loophole that allowed Huawei to use U.S. technology made at foreign fabrication sites. Wafers already in production by May 15th will still be allowed to ship to Huawei if shipped within 120 days. TSMC announced it plans to build an advanced chip foundry in Arizona with support from both state and the U.S. federal government. The fab is scheduled to start operating in 2024 and will produce 5 nanometer chips with a capacity for about 20,000 wafers a month. TSMC says it will spend $12 billion on the project by 2029. In a post on the Chromium blog, Google announced it plans to start blocking ads that use up too many system resources. Google said this will impact just 0.3% of ads that either mine cryptocurrency, are poorly programmed, or just not optimized for network usage. Chrome will set a limit of 4 megabytes of network data or 15 seconds of CPU usage in any 30-second period, or 60 seconds of total CPU usage, Ads over either of those limits will have an error message displayed in the frame instead of the ad, advising the user why the ad is not showing. The Chrome team will experiment with this feature in the next few months, with plans to launch it in the stable Chrome channel in August. And finally, Facebook has acquired the GIF-making and sharing site Giphy and put it under the Instagram organization. Giphy is already integrated into Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, and WhatsApp. Facebook says 50% of Giphy's traffic comes from Facebook properties. Instagram's VP of product, Vishal Shah, said Giphy's API partners will continue to have the same access to Giphy's APIs, and the communities can still create GIFs there. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.